Today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. Uh, Well, despite staring at a potential 5.5% tax increase next year, Hamilton City Councilors are taking one potential cost-saving measure off the table. You won't have to worry about bi-weekly garbage collection anytime soon. No, the Public Works Committee voting yesterday 5-4 to not include a bi-weekly option when companies are asked to submit their Hamilton garbage pickup proposals. Ward 8 Councillor John Paul Danko proposed the idea to look at the cost analysis of picking up garbage every couple of weeks while keeping the weekly blue box and green bin collection. And Councillor Danko joins us on the program this morning. Good morning, JP. How are you? Good morning. I'm pretty good. Uh, thanks for joining us today. So this, to me, seemed like a good idea to at least look at the cost of what bi-weekly versus weekly garbage collection would uh, present to us. And I was, uh, obviously, you were thinking the same thing. I'm disappointed that uh, the majority of councillors on the Public Works Committee decided to turn their backs on a potential of $21 million in savings. Uh, Those are direct levy savings that would come right off of property taxes and uh, an additional $63 million uh, worth of landfill space that would potentially save us as a municipality down the road. Um, Without any real discussion about the policy or the issue, it was simply... Uh, really, the discussion was, this is garbage, and we don't want to talk about it, so we're not even going to look at this uh, this option. So there was no real reasoning in turning it down? Well, there was some discussion about, you know, the some of the issues that are associated with bi-weekly collection of landfill waste. Um, but essentially what it came down to is um, waste collection and garbage is uh, is an issue that we're as a council I, I guess we're not willing to have an open and honest discussion about and that's all the motion was is was to go and put both options out to tender get the prices back um, so there's no speculation no um, no uncertainty about the actual savings and then make a decision whether the savings are worth the you know the change in service and if you think about it, for most residents of, of Hamilton, if they truly think about what they put out to the curb each week, um, the landfill waste collection is a very small portion of that. So for the vast majority of households in, the ham- in Hamilton, this would have no impact on them whatsoever. So, you know, to me, that seemed a pretty, pretty obvious uh, potential savings. You know, if you're talking about $20 million worth of savings over the term of the contract for uh, a service change that most people won't even notice. Um, it seems pretty obvious that we should at least consider that. I guess the impact to homeowners, or at least um, uh, those in homes, as opposed to condos and apartments, who really don't, uh, you know, uh, lift their weight or pull their own weight in terms of garbage and, and waste collection, because there's so many other opportunities there. But for single-family homeowners, I guess the gripe is, you know, I uh, my taxes are high enough already. Why do I have to have my garbage stinking uh, for a couple of weeks? Yeah, and it's an, it's an interesting juxtaposition there where people are concerned about how much their taxes cost. And, you know, people constantly ask okay you know why are my taxes so high so in this case this is an op- was an opportunity to save a significant amount um, that would come directly off of property taxes um, you know to, to bring those taxes down and like I said uh, 
the change in service, it's not a reduction in service because it would have gone from one bin every week as it is now to two bins every two weeks. So same, you know, service is just a slight change that most people wouldn't even notice. Well, I'm supportive of the idea. My parents had lived in Brampton for nearly 35 years. They recently, uh, maybe three, four, five years ago, switched to biweekly collection. Um, they really didn't have an issue with it, and, uh, and and life went on. And I understand that Burlington and Niagara also have biweekly collection. Well, almost all of our comparator municipalities already have biweekly collection. And City of Ottawa, Peel, Toronto, Waterloo, um, Ottawa, most recently, the regional municipality of Niagara. Um, so we're <clears throat> we're one of the last municipalities left that still collect the landfill waste stream every week. And by the end of this contract, I'm sure we're going to be the only municipality left that still does that. So this is not exactly um, you know groundbreaking. Uh, but to your point earlier about the multi-residential and uh, you know the collection there in diversion, I, I think that is a whole separate issue, and we can handle both at, or we could have handled both at the same time. Another one is restaurants and uh, especially fast food restaurants with the amount of waste and single-use plastics that they put out. These are all different waste management issues, and as a municipality, I think we have a duty to taxpayers to, you know, to do more than one thing. And we could have addressed all of these, but, you know, as it turns out, um, Public Works Committee decided that they didn't want to have that conversation. Uh, and the next tender is going to last until, or at least the contract's going to last until 2028, right? That's right. So this decision um, binds the rest of this term of council. It binds the next term of council and the first year of the following term of council after that. So this is a long-term uh, decision that, we, that we're making today. There was another issue at uh, Public Works yesterday. I had to deal with uh, the lead water pipe issue in Hamilton, and apparently the cost to replace all these pipes is uh, a pretty penny. It's a lot of money. It is, and, and lead pipes in our in our municipal drinking water systems is a huge problem for for all older cities, um, Hamilton being one. So most of the, the lower city and a good portion of the mountain um, where I live included uh, has lead service pipes, and it's 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 something that our you know Hamilton Water takes extremely seriously. Last year they implemented a orthophosphate lead reduction program which is um, an additive to the water that binds to the lead in the pipes and pro- you know, produces a protective coating. So it reduces the amount of lead that gets dissolved into the water that goes into people's homes and drinking water. And it's been proven in the presentation yesterday to be very effective. Um, but the report to actually replace the city portion of all the lead services in Hamilton, I think there's about 20,000 of them, um, the estimate was $103 million over 25 years. And that doesn't even solve the problem because that still leaves the lead portion of the service on private property. So then you'd have to have residents uh, investing two to $5,000 a piece to replace their portion of the lead service line. So it's, it's a significant challenge for old municipalities like Hamilton. So the city's looking at about $4 million a year for the next 25 years, basically. If we were to do that, but uh, the city of Hamilton has decided that we're going to, you know, keep going with the orthophosphate uh, lead reduction program as an alternative instead of actually digging up and replacing these lead pipes because of just the logistics and the challenge of digging up all the roads and people's front lawns as well. I mean, it's huge. 
Um, so the orthophosphate program has, has been proven very effective in, in reducing lead levels. And really, at the end of the day, that's the goal, is to get the dissolved lead, the lead level, out of our drinking water system. I know there was a program, and I think it still exists in Hamilton, uh, for the backwater flow valve. Is there also a rebate program for lead pipe issues? Yes, the, the city um, has a, it's not a rebate program, but it's a, it's a low-cost loan program. So if homeowners want to replace their lead service, um, they, there, is a, there is a loan available for them to do that. And also, if you're not sure, um, if you're a homeowner, you're not sure if you have a lead pipe or not, um, just call into the city and we can you know, look up what your address says on a map and let you know if you have a lead service. And we can also let you know if your lead service has been replaced at some time in the past. Like I know when I moved into my house, is one of the first things I did is re- replace the lead service. Um, so the, the city has records of all of that. Should residents be concerned about this? I don't think so. Um, like I said, the, the orthophosphate program is, is proven, proven to be very effective. Um, if you do have a lead service and you are concerned about it, uh, we recommend, the city recommends that uh, just first thing in the morning, if you flush your toilet or run the tap for a few minutes, that basically flushes all of the, the dissolved lead that could be sitting in your pipes. And it's, not, it's a good idea to do that even if you have an older home, even if you've had your lead service replaced, because a lot of the solder that would be in your copper piping and in your fixtures um, up until pretty recently, actually, would still have a component of lead in it. So there are other sources of lead within the drinking water system that's not from the the, uh, the municipal service. So it's it's not a bad idea just to, you know, first thing in the morning, you know, flush your drinking water out a little bit before you have a drink. And the, the other option is to get a, a filter. So there's lots of filters available, uh, readily available, that will... Uh, filter lead out of your drinking water and other contaminants as well. Uh, good tip. Uh, w- one last question on the, the biweekly garbage issue. I know it still has to be ratified by city council. Do you expect any last-minute change there? Well, I'm going to have a, a chat with uh, a few councillors who have been active on on our budgets and trying to get our costs down and, and see what their thoughts on, are on it. Um, I'm not sure if we would have the votes at council to uh, to resurrect this or not, but I'm certainly going to take a look at that as an option. John Paul, appreciate the time today. Thanks for having me on. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.